What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Huddle Hugging Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Duran. I got both of my co-hosts on the line with me tonight. I got my man, Jay Bobo. What's good, man? Not much, man. Glad to be back on. You know, the podcast guys was acting up on us last week, but get ready to get into this episode here. But want to remind you, you can catch us on TikTok and YouTube at Huddle Hugging Podcast. As well, if you're interested in advertising with us, you can shoot us a DM at Hold Hustle Podcast as well as emails at Hold Hustle Podcast at gmail.com. All right, T. I uh, also got my man SD in the building. What's good, man? Uh, man, a little tired, didn't sleep too well, but I'm here. So that's what's important. So I want to give a shout out to uh, Brother Soul Productions, man, for always keeping the background audio fresh. And I want to remind you all to donate to the Hold a Husband Podcast on pa- uh, Cash App and PayPal. All right, T. Uh, I want to remind everybody, y'all can catch the audio playback of the podcast every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on the core94.com. Uh, tonight's episode is titled You Deserve to Come. Uh, we're going to be having a conversation about uh, some of the mental obstacles that prevent women from being able to have orgasms, uh, how people deal with lust and jealousy, uh, and some of the common issues that couples have uh, with their sex life. Uh, with our guests a little bit later um, but y'all know how we do around here man we like to discuss stuff that we've seen on our timelines or things that have been trending uh and man i've been seeing this to this video all week of this uh this guy that got stood up on a date man let's take a look so i just left the restaurant after waiting 30 minutes for a date to show up and apparently i got stood up i don't know what to say like i'm trying to do everything right to be a gentleman I brought flowers. I've been consistent talking with this girl for two weeks, trying to get to know what she likes, what she doesn't like. I made plans. I picked the restaurant, the day and the time. You know, I've done everything to be just the kind of guy that would value somebody's time. Like, I just, I'm just looking for my person. I'm just looking for the one that, I guess is out there for me. I mean, I want to be somebody's, husband someday, father. I'm trying to do everything that's right and I just get stood up. Like my feelings didn't even matter. Sitting there eating a meal by myself and realizing that nobody even cares. Man, I, I'm trying I'm to be not to be insensitive sorry, uh, to, to his pain. But when <laughs> I seen this man, I, I, I mean it's obvious why he got stood up. You know what I'm saying? Like he obviously is does not have the type of personality that most women are going to be attracted to. Um, and so I, I we talk about this all the time, man. Like that's something that you start learning as a as a child in elementary school, how to interact with women and 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 put yourself in a position to have a woman interested in you when you become adult. Uh, but to go on social media and go viral over this, bro, you are never going to get no play, man. No, man. Bro, ain't sucking no titties. He ain't sucking <laughs> no titties, man. He like, come on, him. bro. Like, he got stood up because he's kind of feminine and soft. Women do not like feminine men. Women, Most women like masculine, manly type of men. And this ain't gonna cut it. It was, it, I found it funny. 
that he's like his voice is stuttering and he i'm just trying to find my person <laughs> somebody for me like to women women view that and on social media they'll say oh man that's so bad mm -hmm. he's so sweet i hope he finds a, a great woman for him because he seems like a great man but as soon as you say hey you'll date him oh no 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 not me <laughs> right they, yeah. none of them because that's what i did i just trolled the comments <laughs> and i'm just asking them hey sweetheart i know you're single because you on my page telling me that you're single so oh. i can hook you up with dude <laughs> oh no 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 it's not for me well, that's because Hey, I just did it because y'all can't sit here and say, oh, he deserves this great woman. He seems like a great guy, but you won't date him? Like, it's because yeah, it's, it's he, all cap. he's soft. Yeah. yeah, like he's more soft and sensitive and all that, man. And, and women don't like that from a man. You have to stay. And he's overweight, man. He, and he's he overweight. He, he's not well-groomed. Like, he, he can, he, there's a lot of room for improvement that he could do himself. Um, to, to try to give himself a better chance, but what it Listen, what he's bringing to the women, table is not gonna cut it. Exactly. Listen, women don't want a guy who's whining on the internet what the women ain't doing. That just ain't it. Yes, the I've heard you. This basically the guy that you've described on on your lives when you're talking about a guy that's feminine. This is basically the guy that you broke down to a T here. It's that guy. But you know, I know all those comments, all the women saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, he deserves that." Dude they're basically patronizing this man yeah that's what they're doing yeah i mean basically yeah yeah i was gonna say because basically it sounded like he's he was reading like a, a woman's comments on what, what to choose to take you choose the time bring her some flowers like he's doing all this stuff there's <laughs> these cliche things that you don't really have to do if a woman genuinely likes you basically you this is the guy that gets friend zone like because that's yep. all the women were hitting towards like hey I, I I think there was one that's like, oh hey, if you're in Atlanta, you can come, you can go get lunch. Yeah, yeah. Basically, she's like, <laughs> as a friend, not as you know somebody she's sexually interested. No, ain't, no draws, man, not a one. But this is what happens. One. Not even close. This is what <laughs> happens. Like most of these dudes out here are just like that. They are men mm. that cannot be hoes. They couldn't be hoes as young men, and now that they old men. They still don't know how to navigate around women. They don't understand that women love confidence, manly confidence, not this soft, weak stuff that you coming with. I'm just trying to find my person. Man, shut up, man. Man, I, I, like, I, the wording of that sounds so weak, man. Like, don't men don't say that. Men don't say my oh, person. Man, I'm trying to find my person. Now, women will tell him that's so sweet. That's so sweet. But they, again, <laughs> They won't date them. That's why a lot of times you can't listen to what these women say because they they are they are led by their feelings in the moment. So in the moment they feel empathy. And He's empathy getting curved. Them. He's getting yeah. curved in, in any one on one situation. You know what I'm saying? Like just from his appearance to his swag to his vibe to his confidence. He's he's deficient in all the areas it takes to be successful with women. He, even though he might he might have money, he might be making might. some good paper. He might, but he got to pay for it though. He got to call one eight hundred Strokey <laughs> to get him a check. <laughs> he do. Yeah, his I mean, confidence is lacking. His confidence and his masculinity, like those are his biggest things. Because if you got a little money and you got confidence and you masculine, but you heavy and look like he look, women are still rock with you. With the with the money, confidence, 
and, and, and able to talk. Get, go get a fresh cut. They ain't go get you a barber. Man. Get 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 right, man. You can you can he, improve he your look. Up, he wasn't shaped up. I mean, he, he didn't look shaped up. I saw just a look like a you know barely kept beard. Um, yeah. Like I said, man, there's always things things guys can do to make themselves more appealing. And having a fresh lineup, even just the the, the smooth the lines on your face, bro, that that makes a major yeah. difference, man. It's actually there's actually been studies that women like you know a guy with a fresh lineup, fresh shape up, and everything. Of course they know, do. That actually, yeah, that's, that's why they got barber shops. Yeah. I mean, that could be proven. There's studies that have been shown for that. Um, but but this see, dude couldn't see it. This dude couldn't see this out of all the interactions with her, him corresponding, calling her, texting her. He couldn't see that she wasn't interested on that kind of level. He didn't want to see I it. bet he initiated every call, every yeah. text. Good morning. Good morning, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you doing? Can I take you out? Can I take you to lunch? Like, I mean, I mean, it... it, it <laughs> Fellas, I learned the most about how to navigate the dating scene by learning what not to do from other guys. So this is a dude that you you can look at and be like, I definitely don't want to be like him. So anything you got in common with that dude in the video, you need to be putting in a lot of effort to correct it. But see, you know what? A guy like this, though, um, guys like this overcompensate for their lack of whatever it is they see in themselves that they that they are insecure about it could be his weight it could be i saw he was a little cockeyed or whatever he might not have a swag he might not have the money so that a lot of times those types of guys try to overdo it they get the flowers they want to take you to the best restaurant they want to love bomb you and tell you how gorgeous you are every single minute that you see them right because they're not because they feel so lucky to be there I mean, they just be feeling like they, they hit the lotto if, anytime they get any attention from a chick. And so that's a turnoff. Like we, we've heard women say all the time how the, the, the dude that didn't speak to them is the one that they liked or the one that, they, yeah. that intrigued them uh -huh. the most or whatnot. Um, even if he still got to flirt, he still got to make his interest known, but he ain't got to chase her or, or do like what, what the other guys do. Um, but man, when I saw Buddy, I soon as the video came on i totally understood why sis wasn't interested in him you know what i'm saying like so um, i never felt bad for him i was like hey man whatever dude this is life stop your whining on social media like hey, why you whining man everybody ain't gonna like you yeah she was wrong for standing him up and saying she was gonna come to the date cool but man don't come on here whining now if he had came online and said hey you know what, fellas? Y'all take y'all take uh rejection and just keep moving. I got I got uh stood up tonight on a date, but it's all that would have helped a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's more fishing to see. It is what it is. You keep moving with respect and you keep on moving. Bang, done. People would have been like, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cool. If he would have been masculine still, he wouldn't have broke frame, and he probably would have had women at him like, Man, I'll go out with you. Because he got the confidence yeah. and the masculine. I mean, and, and another thing that, that guys have to do, you got to stay in your lane, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if the, I don't, we don't know who he was trying to go on a date with, but it's very possible that she was out of his league and was just trying to be nice to him and entertaining him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah. we, we see this happen all lane. the time. Some of them ain't got no lane. <laughs> Damn. They lane is back page. Yeah. Go to back page, yeah. man. Just pay for it. 
That's your lane, buddy. Because you can't get nothing else out here normally. Like, but that, that's he just the reality got, of it, man. He probably got more followers and DMs, but for all the wrong reasons here. I DM'd him to see if he, he joined my live. You know what I'm saying? Because I was going, I was trying to. Did he reply? He never replied, man. I tried to get him on my live, and he never even replied, man. So, um, lame dude, if you if you watching this, uh, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> oh man, All right, let's, let's keep things rolling, man. Now, this next uh, video, uh, this is a topic we've touched on a couple of times before, uh, but this is a video where a woman's explaining why a guy cut her off. Uh, over her male best friend. Let's take a listen. I got broken up with because I posted this video on my story. Okay, broken up with is dramatic as I was only talking to him for three weeks and we went on one date. But after I posted that story, he was so annoyed with me. He basically told me that he doesn't do guy best friends um, with the girls that he's speaking to. And if he's pursuing someone, he just doesn't really respect the fact that I'm, you know, I have a male in my life that I love real bad. Now, some of you may be as confused as me because this is literally my best friend of six years. He's like my brother at this point, and I would never even look at him a certain way. But this guy was serious, and he was not letting up on this boundary that he had placed. So the only thing I could do was respect it. I explained to him what the situation was, that it was not like that, but he wasn't hearing it. So he cut me off. I mean... I don't see a, a problem with the guy cutting off a, a woman uh, when he realizes that the situation is not something that he's going to be comfortable with. Um, I never really cared what somebody thought about me cutting them off. Like most people are not going to be happy um, if they like you and you just you decide to cut them off. So it's usually going to come with a negative. It could be a they could lie on you. You know what I'm saying? Like they could talk bad on your name or whatnot. But it is what it is. Um, in, in a situation like that, I've never dated a chick that had a male best friend or, or like that. Mm -hmm. So I've never directly had to deal with it, but I, 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 I've had lots of chicks lie to they men about smashing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I knew the game, you know what I'm saying? Like I I've seen behind the scenes on how, how it actually works. So I would never go for that. You got my male best friend. Now I don't have a problem with, um, having friends of the opposite sex but having a bestie that you got to do everything with that is going way too far um so i don't have a problem with old boy cutting her off man listen here when you look at the video bro got the fan on her at the concert <laughs> fan her like yeah like i i am gonna tell you right now like it ain't a man on this planet that that approach a woman like that and wants to be her bestie that she calls and gossip with no he want to suck your titties i don't care if he you call him your he unless like he's mother. i mean even no. if he's gay i've even heard no. the gay dude smashing uh, yeah some of them do do be doing that but um it depends on the dynamic of the friendship like if they grew up together as kids and i've never had no sexual contact none of that cool but if you met this dude on some he wanted to holler at you but you didn't like him because most men go into the friend zone with women because the women don't like them but they will they will wait in the wings for something to happen so they can pounce on her because they still want to have sex with them ask a woman if she'd be okay it, it, because if you ask most women hey if you if you offer some head to your male best friend do you think most of them would take it most women would say <laughs> yes they would right yes, because they, they know men. of course so now so now ask those same women 
if you knew that your man's female best friends would have sex with him or wanted to have sex with him, would you be okay with him having female friends? All of them would say no. I can almost guarantee it. Exactly. I can almost guarantee it. But they want you to um be okay with these male friends that they know would sleep with them if given the chance. And to me, that's a bunch of nonsense. So unless y'all grew up together, I don't want to hear about no male. Don't tell me this man, your friend, and he doesn't say. And even then, even if you, even if you grew don't up with that. the dude, there gotta be boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I don't know, man. I'm not in this generation where, like I said, you you dating somebody and then you gotta see their stories and see what they doing and when they not around <laughs> you. So that that would be a little bit different. You know what I mean? But. Um, the whole bestie thing now now i do think the dude could have talked to her about it you know what i'm saying explain it right uh you know express how he felt about it but uh like she said at the end of the video she said all she could do is respect his opinion and, and keep it moving um so it, it's all good um exactly i mean the man that's his boundary that and that's and that's that's a deal breaker for him so she has no choice but to respect that because like sd said what guys will just sit there fanning you and he don't want to do nothing. The first come on. Basically, a lot of times dudes just waiting in the way, <laughs> being a being an orbiter, waiting for her significant other to slip up or he catch slipping, and she in a vulnerable position, because that's usually the best time. You know, if you're an opportunity, yeah. that's usually the best time. She she's gonna be open or whatever. Hey, hey, listen, yeah, what you doing tonight? Hey, come through to the crib. I always thought that was stupid when dude when guys did that, because it's like, bro, you could be focusing that energy on another chick. You know what I'm saying? Instead of catering to a chick that's that's you know trying to be with somebody else, but uh, yeah. you're right, you man. The, have, man. That's what it is. Did y'all catch what she said about him? Though she said, "I love what? him real bad. I love him real yeah. bad. Come on, man. He done seen a booty hole before. <laughs> I can guarantee it. I wouldn't put it past him at one. Day. I can guarantee it. You ain't running around talking about. You I mean, love you know him, uh, him real bad." Come on, come on, man. Man, a, a lot of women like you. You see what they post online. So a lot of these women will be friends with these guys and be walking around in their panties and doing stuff because because she doesn't view him sexually. She she'll be like, "What's the big deal? We're not going." You know what I'm saying? Like they treat it like right. it's nothing. But so, know, but you know what? These women are overtly aware of the situation. They know dude wants to hit. They ain't stupid. They ain't like, hell yeah. They, wants they, to know. Do my they know good and well dude wants it. Yeah. And just waiting See, on the She definitely benefits from the friendship. Yeah, absolutely she do. She get yep. a male that's around that can protect her. He probably paying for most of the things they going to do. Absolutely she benefits. You hungry? Like, you want some food? Yeah, like these chicks are yeah. stupid out here, man. They know what they doing. But the difference between the male friend zone and the female friend zone is most men, the men are still sleep with the women. When women friends, like Facts. really friend zone a man, they don't really be sexually attracted to him like that. If it's a real friend zone situation, they don't really be attracted to him sexually, but he's still attracted to her sexually. So a lot of them lame dudes will sit in the friend zone waiting on something to happen to where they can sneak in like um you know i ain't gonna say that but you know waiting so they can sneak in so they can you know <laughs> so they can smash like that's the way it happens yeah a i mean I, a lot of times um it's not necessarily that that was the exception to what you just mentioned is a situation where a, a guy that she may be physically attracted to but he's off limits 
he smashed her cousin or he he smashed one of her friends or something. So women will try to put him in the friend zone, but that can be a conflict because body language don't really lie. Um, and usually, when a, <laughs> yeah. usually like, a guy yeah. can tell when a woman's attracted to him if he's around her uh, for an extended period of time. Of so. course, it ain't hard to tell. Like, I mean, you know what's up. If she talking about, oh, well, you you smashed my cousin. Listen, I done been there. You you know you you hit my girl, so we could be cool. Yeah, all right. two weeks. <laughs> you just gotta two show weeks. her that you can keep keep your mouth closed, man. Yeah, like two weeks, man. Actually, bring the bring the friend with you. Bring the friend with you. It has, you know things like that happen, man. Because ain't no way she gonna be able to keep cool, especially if she heard about the dick too. If she heard about it, there's no way she gonna want to be hanging around you like that and not try it out. No way. Yeah, man, I, I, I was real horrible with my female friends. Like I, I ended up smashing all my female friends. Me too. Uh, but I did. I, I remember I had one where she was calling herself my best friend or whatnot, and I remember I had a girlfriend at the time, uh, and we started having sex. And I remember she had came, she had came to my apartment one day. Uh, with no panties on, we had sex, and then she she went with me to go shop to buy a Christmas gift for my girlfriend. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, so so sometimes the bestie situation ain't always gonna be you know you know keeping a person uh, on on the right path. Um, but it is, I mean, but I, I do regret it though. You know what I mean? Like, cause some of the friendships, I, I uh, appreciated the actual friendship more than the fling, cause it it's not like we was in a relationship or nothing. It was usually it was just a yeah. couple times we had sex, and then that was but it. You, you can't call her your friend after you seen her booty hole, Terry. That ain't that ain't right. That ain't your friend, man. I, I, That's a chick yeah, man. True. No. No. True, bro. You can't do true. it. True. You see her out, be like, yeah, I mean, my friend, such and such. No, that's the chick I used to <laughs> dig out. That's not my friend. Well, <laughs> well, so you, friend, you intro. Well, I never really do that. Like, um, introduce somebody. I don't, I'm not really a introduce somebody to 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 others unless you my woman already. So, um, but I get it. You know, I I didn't really have no etiquette on how to handle. Uh, you know, sneaky links and all that type of stuff. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, when I would be in those environments, I would just keep, I would just stay in motion. You know what I mean? That's That was my yeah. way of uh, at dealing with the, the issue. Keep it moving so you ain't got to answer no questions. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, man. you see multiple Go chicks on. in the party. I can't be with you the whole time so I can speak. Hey, I'm about to run into, you know what I'm saying? Like, then you um, keep, keep things... Play the field on, on the up and up, yeah, yeah. It, it float, happens, float around man. the party, make plans, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's easy life, man. But you got to keep that together, man. You can't be taking a side chick to buy your girlfriend some some uh, fellas. Y'all can't be taking your side chick to go buy gifts, man. Like that's just a whole nother level of dirt bag. That's what that is, man. Don't do that. The whole thing. <laughs> Man. Uh well for, first of all, I didn't know you she was gonna come Jerry. over there for six. You ain't gotta explain. So that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ain't gotta explain to us. You know what I'm saying? You're a married man, now, so it's okay. But 
<laughs> this is for the fellas that's out there that might be thinking about being dirt bags. Don't be that dirt. Don't don't be that dirt of a dirt bag. Don't be that hoe of a hoe. Terry was a hoe. Have some morals. <laughs> Have some morals, fellas. Yeah. It, now that now that we we discussing it and y'all pointing out the, the the you know the wrong side of it, I can I, I can admit that I I was out of line. Hey, listen, man, it was it, as say, it was very exciting. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. Then you probably like, hey, I'm getting, hey, I'm hitting these cheeks. You wasn't thinking about it then. Now you're like, damn, you know what? That was a little fucked up there. Yeah, I mean, but you know what it was. The the thing about it though, you know, situations where you're not supposed to be fucking somebody just add like a level of excitement to it. Uh, so that that's kind of we started off having sex on that type of vibe where. I knew somebody that she used to smash her ex-boyfriend and she didn't want it to know that she smashed me. So we secretly had sex. Uh, and then when I ended up getting a girlfriend, she was, we secretly had sex on the end. So it was just a lot of, you know, secret, uh, excitement that, uh, kept that thing <laughs> popping. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Uh, so, so. all right, man. Uh, let, let me get us. Get over these uh hotels, man. We about to take a quick break. Uh, when we get get back, we're gonna be getting into our topic of the night. You deserve to come. Uh, you you guys are tuned into the Hoda Husband Podcast. We'll be back in a minute. Hi, I'm relationship coach and Arthur Terry Duran, and I am pleased to announce that my book, It's Not That Complicated, is finally available as an audio book. So if you don't like to read or you just don't have time to read a paperback book. This audiobook is perfect for you. You can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're at work, etc. In the book, I break down how husband material men think and operate in regards to sex, love, and relationships, and I provide real quality insight on how husband material men approach dating. The audiobook is available on audible.com and on iTunes. All you have to do is go to one of the websites and search for my name, Terry Duran. Go download your copy today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hoda Husband Podcast. We have our special guest on for the night. Tonight we have Josephanie Smith. What's going on? How you doing, Jeff? How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm glad to have you back on the podcast. Uh, we enjoyed the conversation last time, so I definitely wanted to invite you back. Um, before we get into the conversation, can you let the audience uh, and our viewers know a little bit about you, your background, etc.? Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, my name is Josephanie. Um, I am a sex and relationship therapist. I'm in private practice in the metro Atlanta area. So I help couples. I am poly, um, kink, BDSM, LGBTQ+, all the things friendly. So I kind of help couples navigate their... Um, so, well, I, I work with couples and individuals, but all on relational issues. So I help people kind of navigate their um, their relationships and, and figure out their sexual identities and how that impacts how they interact with others and all the things. So, yeah, sex across the spectrum. All right. Uh, sound like you can... you. Uh in atlanta dealing with uh, all the letters uh <laughs> a lot of controversial conversations uh but we, yeah, we seen go viral uh yeah. i try to stay steer clear of that uh, i don't want to get canceled uh but I, I the first thing i wanted to ask you um what's the biggest or the most common problem that you see among your clients in regards to their sex lives or their their relationships mm -hmm. 
one of the biggest things is sexual incompatibility. People just on separate pages sexually, mixed match libidos, mm -hmm. um, differences in desire, um, differences in needs, not necessarily knowing how to communicate those. So yeah, just on totally separate pages, can't get on the same page about sex, what they want, what they need. Don't they like isn't should I think that's something they should do early on before they actually get into a relationship? Or is it or are they compatible early and then things change later Does on? Does it change? Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Is it something that just happened? Mm, I think it can change. I think a lot of times people run on like new relationship energy and it's no. like the NRE is high, it's like we're oh. all in, but as soon as it kind of dies down and you recognize like sex is mundane, it's the same thing all the time, like there's no variety. I think it can change. Or then, you know, it also is impacted by like a lot of different factors. So, you know, as life, life's things do change. Yeah, and people don't know how to necessarily move with the changes, so. Yeah, that, that could be a tough conversation. You know what I mean? Just trying to have, discussions on social media uh, can get real emotional or real testy. So um, I can imagine uh, trying to have a conversation in person. Um, yeah. sure. Oh, no. Uh, uh, so when one of the big things that I, I, I see on my page an awful lot um, are conversations about cheating and flirting and liking pictures, etc. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh when it comes to lust and desires for other people when it comes to dating mm, what are my thoughts on lust and desire when it comes to dating um and cheating i think betrayal like cheating i think it happens well before cheating like whether it's like i don't know what do we how do we define cheating just penetrative sex to somebody else it depends on first Most of all i fine like cheating but um, I mean, you gotta yeah, you gotta use a general definition because anything your partner feels is cheating is pretty much cheating, right? Cheating. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I don't know. It really just depends. Like a lot of times, betrayal does happen well before the incident, right? Like that door is open well before someone actually cheats on their partner, and that's like based on a lot of different factors. So. I don't know, inability to communicate again, like about what their needs are. Like, I just see that a lot. Like, there are deficits in relationships and there are missed opportunities for communication that people in relationships don't take advantage of. And so, when they don't, like, it's like, well, I still have this need that's not being met, or I'm still like, whether it's, you know, wanting to feel like needed or wanted or desired or whatever the case may be, like, lust that whole, like, lust is nothing but just an intense sexual desire, right? And people want to feel wanted. And so it's like when that's not happening at home, more or less, people tend to seek it elsewhere. And it's you, where all the options are, like social media is where all the options are. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Do you so right. do you deal with a lot of a lot of do a lot of your clients or do they deal with cheating before they actually get to you and they somebody's done cheated and that's why they come into you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Probably half of my half of my client load. Probably really? right now. It's yeah. like okay. Yeah. That was, is that both okay. is that both uh uh heterosexual relationships and lesbian or gay relationships or poly relationships? Is it all of those that Yeah, is it is the rate of cheating the same? It's the exact same. Really? It's, it's wow. literally the exact same. Like I think mm -hmm. people think like you can't cheat in like a poly relationship because it's oh, like, oh, cheat. it's a free for all and all the things, but yeah, once oh. the boundary is set, 
whether you're it, whether it's two of y'all or more of y'all what's that boundary or this perimeter oh uh, what's what's considered breaking a boundary in a polyamorous relationship like what's an example of them yep it depends so first you know poly relationships happen in a number of different diet uh, dynamics right like it's mm-hmm. people are you know you can be swingers um i don't know you can be like a clothes like triad you know where it's three of you but it's only the three of us that you know we're in a close relationship it, it just depends but once you are in a relationship with people and it's all consensual and you set a like this is what we're going to do this is what we're not going to do whatever yeah. is outside of that you know is considered yeah cheating. that's yeah that's fair you know um right you know uh, and and that's why when you talk about people that are like in open relationships and things like that uh on the surface you like well damn you can't fuck up you know what i'm saying like you can do whatever you want but that's not really the case like even in an open relationship there are usually going to be boundaries you know what i'm saying like it can't be somebody that i work with or somebody i you know what i'm saying like there could be things like that that come into play um where you violated and it's just like you stepped out the side of the relationship in any other way where you severely violate the trust yeah but you gotta you gotta be one goofy dude to have a woman that says hey if we talk you can you know what i'm saying we can get a girl together we can do that and you go outside of that and you got two women there like that's just nuts to me when everything is open the communication is there and they are okay with it and you still go behind their back you got to be the nuttiest nut out here man to do that i'm sorry that's crazy to me but I'm sure I know it happens though. I've heard about it. So. It definitely happens. It yeah. Yeah, it happens for sure. But you said like the communication is there. A lot of times the communication is not there, and that's the problem. And sometimes just opening up isn't the thing that solves the problem. And then a, a lot of people open up their relationships as a band-aid, right? Like I'm not getting what I need in my relationship. So the answer is to have a relationship with somebody else. Those problems are gonna persist until you figure out how to solve them, they are going to persist. No doubt. You're just involving more people in your problem. Yeah, it's hard for me to understand a poly relationship where the communication is bad when it comes to sex, to where you gotta, you feel like you gotta sneak and go have sex. Like that's hard for me to understand because the basis of that relationship is is being open with each other enough to know that y'all enjoy other people, whatever it is. So how could you not? have that communication there when that is the the basis and the foundation of your relationship it just don't compute in my brain that's all i'm saying like it's just that's just crazy to me so but um why do you think it's so hard for women to manage why do you think it's so hard for women to manage their emotions um when it comes to casual sex Mm, why do you think that's so hard Mm, because i think a lot of times women are either sold a dream or we're socialized to like you know it's like Sex in today, I say in today's society, but sex generally in society is like once we are close in that way, we go together, and that's not necessarily the case. So, when we, but when we don't go together, now it's a betrayal. It reads as like you you have done me wrong, rather than you know we just was in the agreement. I enjoy what we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then because guys give disclaimers about it, you know they have it catching feelings conversation and we just friends and you know all those type of things but none of it none of it works once once she catch feelings or she really enjoyed the sex oh yeah you, you think slippery females, slope yep do you think females lie like that just to get what they want 
out of the relationship or the guy that you're dealing with? You said, ask me that again? It, you know, like when we said they're okay with having casual sex in order to get what they want out of that person. Trying mm. to manipulate them into the relationship. Yeah. Mm, to manipulate them into a relationship? I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Mm -hmm. I think okay. people have casual sex and there's a level of entitlement. I don't know if it's necessarily because manipulation has such a uh, malicious like connotation. It's like, you know, <laughs> like I, I purposefully am putting <laughs> right. No, well. but it, like, you know, the expectation is that once we get close like this and we're doing all the things, we go together. But, yeah, but why is that an expectation though? When when you agreed to be when you agreed to just casual sex. You didn't agree to go together. Y'all agreed to casual sex. So how is that an expectation if that's not what we agreed on? So if that's your expectation, see, this is what I'm saying. But as a woman, if you if that's an expectation for you, most women are not communicating that with the man that, hey, I expect after two or three months of consistent sex that we are going to go together. Most women ain't saying that once, once y'all agree to casual sex. So to me, it's manipulative because that, that, particular um, uh, direction as far as where you think the relationship should go you haven't communicated with him so now when you get to this point where you feel like y'all should now you're like where you going what you doing who you going with and he like yo questions why right. are you asking me all these here questions well you think y'all go together but you never communicated that up front that's why i say manipulative because you really want a relationship but you're not saying that up front you're gonna go with the casual sex to try to get them to do it later on I don't know. I'm gonna challenge that because not everybody goes into casual sex relationships thinking I want a relationship. People catch feelings. Yeah, that's part of mm -hmm. the human experience. Like that sometimes is. you just encounter like it, the way that you are putting it. It seems calculated. Like this is gonna be my plan to get a relationship out of this person. <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily. Oh, it can be that we're enjoying this, but now I'm wanting to enjoy a little bit more, or that the sex becomes more than that. Like there are things that are like universally understood to like, or have been supplies to like correspond with a relationship. Like now it's, it's casual sex, but it's also like, I'm taking you to meet my parents. And it's also like, oh, like doing parks, park dates with the kids. And it's also like all of this other stuff that like everything, but the title of a relationship. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's misleading. Like you are, you are behaving yeah. as if we are exclusive, mm -hmm. you know, but, so it's not, you know, so, but don't you think it's, oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was gonna say, um, I see a lot of conversation uh, in, in regards to body count and promiscuous behavior. Um, how do you address that uh, with your clients or how do you, what are you, your recommendations uh, to how, how people can communicate about a promiscuous past or some questionable behavior? A lot of times I don't. Body count is the most irrational, irrelevant, what nine is okay but 10 is too many like who who said what <laughs> like you know and, and it's one thing like especially women women are expected to be like sluts and saints like you better mm. have like one sexual partner but you better be a freak when you get here like it doesn't mm. there's no correlation <laughs> like it doesn't add up it, it just it doesn't so generally i don't address it I, I to me why does it matter and that's the question i ask why does it matter what came before you like what is the past matter and so a lot you... of the reasons why i hear that it matters okay no go ahead i'm sorry i cut you off oh no 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 go ahead what were you um do, do you think uh most women catch feelings 
during casual sex encounters with men? No. When it's when it's good sex? Mm -mm. No? No. I'm not going to say most women. No. There are plenty of women that enter into casual relationships just as that and it doesn't go any further. Mm -mm. I can't say that most women do that. So do you think that a lot of casual flings um, that women have affect them emotionally or no? Mm -hmm. It depends. I think it depends on their attachment. I think it depends on their attachment style and how they relate to the world around them. So it varies. Um, I don't know. That's a loaded question, but I can't so are, say one or the other. Are you saying that someone can be emotionally attached in, or emotionally detached when they're, when they're in a casual relationship with a guy? Wait, you said, can a woman be emotionally detached when they're in a casual yes. relationship? They yep. can be, sure. I think they, 1,000% yeah. they can be detached, but I think it depends on the woman and I think it depends mm -hmm. on her own individual experience. So. Yeah. I think it is becoming more um, accepted now to where more women are, you know what I'm saying, being more detached from the feelings part of it now with just, you know, social media and different mm -hmm. things, being more free and liberated and all these here types of things to where they like, hey, we could just have sex and, and, and cut the dude off too now. You're getting a lot more of that than what you used to do maybe 15, 20 years ago or something like that. So I think, I think a lot of that, uh, it, it's like a, a safety measure. Cause I, I, uh, I saw on uh shout out to hundred days of summer. Uh, he came on a show a, a couple months back, um, but he has uh, his only fans where he teaches women to orgasm and, and records it and all that. Uh, and he had he had put up a post where he was saying that uh, some of his clients or the women he has sex with will tell him how they had the best sex experience they ever had, or that's that first time squirting or whatever. And he said the wake he'll wake up the next day and he's blocked. And I and I'm like, why the hell would you cut off somebody that just made <laughs> yeah. you bust the biggest nut ever? Uh, but it was multiple women that did that. You know what I'm saying? Like they just couldn't take it, the emotion. And I'm like, how you go on somebody's OnlyFans to have sex? And catch feelings, you know what I'm saying? Like it just it, it it was hard for me to wrap my brain around it. It's science, you know. Like it's like like when you have an orgasm, your body releases like oxytocin and stuff. It's the feel good mm -hmm. hormone that promotes connectivity. It's the bonding mm -hmm. chemical. So it's like yeah. And if you know that this is someone that you should not be bonding with, in that mm -hmm. regard, you had the experience, you let it go. Like, but that's how you catch feelings. <laughs> it's all science. <laughs> So, um, so based on your experiences, what do you think sure. is the biggest hurdle women have to overcome in order to have an orgasm more frequently? I think that's one of the biggest points women have. Mm, to have an orgasm more frequently. That's also a loaded question, So, but we can get into it. Like, there are so many things that I said, let's uh, short version. Right. When I talk to my couples, we explore like three areas basically like three components of <coughs> sex, right? Um, I, before I get into that, I'm gonna preface all of this with saying heterosexual women first are having the least amount of orgasms than any other demographic. That's number one. Straight women are not orgasming. The orgasm gap is real. Oh um, man. It, they are not, especially not through penetrative sex. Like, but then we go into like men feeling threatened by the vibrator and all those other things. That's a whole, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, <laughs> the rose, but there's so many. That's a whole nother conversation. But so when I talk to my clients and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. 
when I talk to my clients and it's like, okay, are we, why are you not having good sex? Why are you like, why does your sex life suck? We explore a number of different things, right? Like first we explore like um, physical components, right? Um, I don't know. There's like diabetes, like health conditions, weight, like, you know, obesity, those sorts of things that impact a woman's or a person's libido because this runs true for men and women. Mm -hmm. So physical components, things like that. Um, any um, physiological reasoning that may impact their ability to have an orgasm. Things that you need to go to the doctor for, right? Um, outside of that, we explore any sort of like um, psych- psychiatric or psychological components. Like, is there any depression, stress, anxiety, PTSD, um, specifically any sexual trauma that they've gone through that impact their ability to have an orgasm? And if we're clear in those components, then we explore the environment, right? Even things like, is it clean? Like, are you able to relax in this space, right? Because stress is the biggest killer of orgasm. You are absolutely not going to have an orgasm if you are stressed, if you're in a wrong head space, right? So you want to be able to be in a space where you can be out of your head and into your body. If that's all clear, then it's, are you having the type of sex that you want to have in the first place? Like, are you, is it pleasurable? Is it enjoyable? Like, are you having sex with a partner that's interested in meeting your needs, right? It takes the average woman 14 minutes just about to reach orgasm where it takes men like three right so it's like if a man is not focused on a woman's pleasure he get in and get out in three minutes the woman is just getting started so women are not having orgasms three minutes that's tough that's me being generous too (laughs) (laughs) you gotta you gotta add some four places you 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 got you gotta pace yourself Three minutes, man. And they doing like two pumps a minute. Like this dude ain't got no stamina. Good, good grief. Well, yeah, uh, that that that's a real interesting breakdown because uh, we, you know, when I talk to people about sex uh, from the male perspective, uh, a lot of the times I say that sex is you oh, really uh, a mental experience. You know, the, the thoughts that turned you on, that made you horny, that made you attracted to that particular person. Um, and a lot of times when we have conversations about it, the women that struggle with it, like you said, is something that they, they think about or he had dirty fingernails or it reminded me of a, a bad situation. It's always kind of like some negative trigger or attachment to it that prevented the, the um, you know, the orgasm from actually taking place. Um, so I think that's a... a great way for you to approach it the, with the, the health concerns first then the mental and then the, the actual physical experience that's a great approach mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. i got a question for you real quick first of all i want to say fellas uh a small vibrator is your friend in the bedroom all right mm-hmm. but Facts. do you think that do you think that um have you have you uh seen excessive toy use from a woman um hurting them from orgasming have you ever witnessed that? Oh, good uh, question. Went across that? No. Mm-mm. I see a lot of comments like this, too, where people are like, oh, like, you're going to become, like, desensitized. Like, the clit is going to stop working if you use, like, vibrators all the time and all that stuff. Absolutely not. A vibrator is your friend. Like, it is your friend. I think the problem comes when the vibrator is able to do something that a person cannot, right? And those feelings of, like, inadequacy and all of those things. A vibrator is good. I mean, but a, per- a man can't go never be able to compete with a, a vibrator. What a it's not about competition. It's not about competition. I know, that's but... what I'm saying. Like, but, but yeah, you can't view it as common. You got to view it as a tool to reach the goal. But 
if if the woman's like, well, my rose make me come every time and you don't, that's that's unfair as hell. But that might have to do with technique. It might have to do with skill set. It might have to do with, you know, because a vibrator, vibrators just increase blood flow to your parts, right? Making it, um, I don't know, more probable to reach orgasm. Mm, But it's like, all it is is learning. Like a man can learn how to make a woman orgasm. A man can learn female anatomy. A man can learn his way around the vulva. Like, you know. Absolutely. But if he doesn't, It doesn't want to feels like you are like sunning me like you know no. there's some sort of intimidation whatever that may be where i'm not motivated to learn about that or whatever so the vibrator is going to win every time yeah but you know what helped me like it, this here was what I, I would tell me and all the time learn your woman watch her play with herself and make herself come you can learn her stroke you can learn her pressure you can learn the motion that she likes all of that if you just sit there and watch her make herself come and then you just imitate the motion you imitate the pressure and you will be able to make her come from giving her yet i guarantee it. that's a good way of learning you gotta be wanting to learn absolutely and i don't what she likes dislikes yeah i don't know how men i don't know how men don't want to make they make a woman they woman whoever they land down with come because that makes her want to come back to you when you make her come like because most women ain't having orgasms when they when they um lay with a man like 70 percent ain't having orgasms or something like that so when right. you can do it you you a diamond in the rough so i don't get why dudes don't don't really want to study this man it's all about them and that's why women you know going to other women that's where they get their most orgasms at with other women i think if i ain't mistaken <laughs> Yeah. Sure. Oh man, this is a good conversation. It uh, looked like we uh against the clock. Uh, we're about to get up out of here. But before we go, uh, can you let our audience know where they can find you, how they can book a session with you, etc.? Oh man, look like you we got uh. Josephine uh, has some issues. Look like we we frozen. Um, that's that's unfortunate, but uh, we at least we we had got the conversation out the way. Um, before, before we get up out of here, man, I want to give a shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us late with the background audio. Uh, I want to remind y'all to continue supporting the podcast or our cash app and our PayPal. Uh, JSD, man, I appreciate y'all linking up with me so we can get another episode knocked out. Uh, Josephine, uh, we definitely enjoyed our conversation with you, uh, and I'm glad uh, we were able to get to the end of the interview before it uh, froze up on us. This has been another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.